you're about to enter the world of Strawberry Ice and the Ice Cave. Let's go! show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trunnipal and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of jackpot joey burrow Hootay nation and the cincinnati Bengals. now do me a favor if you found the show hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 1126 subscribers that is awesome i appreciate every single one of you guys now, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. As you know, I like having guests on, and I try to give you guys a variety of people. And me and this dude right here have been trying to hook up for about six months, and he's a very busy man. But he's a huge Bengals fan, and you can follow him on Twitter. And Actually, you know what? I'll just bring him on. Let's let's get to it here. Here's Sam. Yo, Sam, am I on? Let's go. Ice man, on, what's brother? cooking? See- Good looking. <laughs> what's up, brother? Now see, I just call you Sam because my last name's Trinopol, and I don't I, I don't even want to try to screw your last name up, so I'll let you pronounce it. <laughs> it it gets so many people. All over the place. The last name is Connaughton. C O N A U G H T O N, baby. All day long. There you go, Connaughton. See, I knew. Yes, see, when sir. you do your videos, I, I heard it. So I knew I knew it. I was like, I'm going to screw it up. So I'm not even going to try to say it. So, right. So it's all what's good. What's going man. on, man? 
Looks Holy like moly, what nice, a day of nice work. Area. <laughs> what oh, a yeah? day of work. Working hard, you... sweating. It was crazy out there today at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, but uh, we uh, <laughs> we made it work. We got it going, and we're ready to have a weekend. There you go, buddy. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Now, so how excited are you about the, the Bengals and what's happening? I mean, dude, right now it's nothing but good vibes, as, as Giovanni or uh, uh, Gino Suarez would always say, quoting the Reds. But it's good vibes. I mean, we got everybody signed. Everybody showed up to OTAs. Jackpot Joey Burrow is throwing 50 yard bombs into an ice cooler. Jamar uh, Chase is there. They're already getting on the same page. I mean, how are you feeling? I'm, I mean, I'm excited. How are you feeling about this? I mean, I could run through a brick wall. I mean, how can you not be? As a Cincinnati Bengals fan, you have to be absolutely stoked. You have to be fired up to be alive. Because guess what? Like, the time is now. Yes, sir. Things have to start going our way. You got to keep so? pushing. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at how good Joe Burrow looks, oh, my sweet Jesus, it's beautiful. It, it brings a dude. tear to my eye, Jeff, every single time I see him. Dude, when I saw him just doing the, the, the knee bends, you know, with, with the team, yes. you know, just bounce up and down, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, yes. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, everybody was like, everybody was called, like, Jeremy is usually my, my co-host on here. And he was like, well, he might not be back till you know, October. I was like, no, dude. I said, I think he's going to be back game one. He's back in its OTAs. It's freaking June. And he's throwing passes. I couldn't be more ecstatic about it. I mean, you call him Jackpot Joe Burrow. I call him the Wonder Child, man. That man <laughs> pulls go. off miracles every single day. What he is doing right now is unheard of. Like, yes. people talk about Adrian Peterson doing all this, but for Joe Burrow to be out there looking as good as he is, and it's only June, the yeah. start of June, after yeah. one of the most the craziest hits. I still have never seen it, but from what, from what I've told, it was one of the craziest hits of all time. I'm like, man, oh, dude, guy really horrible. is a miracle worker. Dude, it, it, it was horrible. I mean, I, I I remember, I remember, I'll never forget the hit. I mean, it's just like I'll never forget the Carson Palmer hit. But because the whole right. time everybody's like, oh, he's going to get hurt. Oh, he's going to get hurt. I was like, ah, that's a you know once in a lifetime thing. I might, and then he got hit from the top, hit from the bottom, and I'm sitting there in my chair over there I'm down here in the ice cave. My chair's over there. My TV's over there. I'm going, <laughs> no, like, get up! I was yeah. like, oh my god. But yeah, I all, um, of that, all of that right emotion right there from watching him get hurt is completely flipped around right now to watch him just in practice, just wa watching him walk and jog and play football is awesome. Uh oh, we froze him. Watch him walk across the street. Wherever you're even now, Sam, wherever wherever you're wherever you're at, you're frozen, dude. Can you hear me? Because you're just we just oh, am I uh, frozen? Uh, uh, yeah, am a little I, bit. Frozen? Well, you're you're choppy. <laughs> Real choppy. How about this? How about try try, try to try to uh, jump back in again? Try try to get uh let's see if we get a better connection. You know, freaking internet. But I mean, <clears throat> let's get into to the Jamar Chase and and Joe Burrow thing. I mean, they're already on the same page. I mean, they're 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 saying we can look at each other, and we already know what the other one's thinking. I mean, this is this is good stuff. I mean, this stuff that Zach Taylor 
is saying about just Jamar Chase. He's been very impressive. He picked it up really quickly. I know there is probably some new terms or crossovers from, from old terms he had. And like young receivers, it takes some getting getting adjusted to. But he lined up quickly. He knows what to do. He has great hands. He has everything you could hope for. I mean, that, that's that's Jamar Chase. That's that's Zach Taylor talking about Jamar Chase. There he is. Are we back, Sam? I'm back. I'm back. I'm so back. Uh, we are so back, Jeff. <laughs> That's good. I, I was just quoting the the, uh, the comment here from from Zach Taylor talking about how uh, good Jamar Chase is and how him and, and Joe Burrow already got a connection and Jamar already knows where to line up. He he he's he's not behind at all. Right. I mean, th these are like I said, it's all nothing but good stuff here. I mean, how can you not be excited about having arguably the best quarterback wide receiver duo in the history of college football? I mean, exactly. I think to be made there i yeah. think argue legit arguments to be made there and they're teaming up back in cincinnati and the best part is he's got tyler boyd on one side and T Higgins on the other it's crazy right. well that, that's the funny thing i'm like i'm like that's where i kept saying i'm like dude we have got the Bengals have got probably the the best trio in the afc north at least the afc north oh. and that's why the the, the brown the clowns and the ratbirds are trying to get more quarterbacks because they're not going to be able to cover us. And then, look, you got you got CJ Uzama who's nice and healthy. You got Thaddeus Moss. Our tight ends, everybody's sleeping on them. Our tight ends aren't going to be any joke either. So right. we got weapons and weapons and weapons. Right, and you know you just have to go. I honestly think Joe Burrow. You know what? You're he's going to be a monster, an animal. You got to have Joe Mixon healthy. I think he is the key component. Yes, and mm -hmm. really, really stir the drink. For that offense, I mean, if he can rush like he did under Frank Pollock the first time around, that offense goes from really good to absolutely scary. And it'll yes. take defensive coordinators to stay up all night thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because because Tyler Boyd, who it wasn't that long ago, you know, he he's well, those last couple of years, he's been our number one wide, wide receiver. Right. But he's officially a slot guy. He, I mean, I don't really know if there's actually going to be a, a one on the scene, to be honest, the way Burrow throws the ball around, to be honest. But I mean, Chase, Chase and Higgins could both play play the X. So they're going to be interchangeable. T Tyler Boyd's coming across the middle. And I've said this on multiple shows here that I think Higgins, Boyd, Chase, oh my, have a chance to be better than Chad, TJ, and Chris Henry. I I mean, that's what you want, right? Right, that's right. The premium talent. You get you draft a guy in the top five. You have two second round picks, and you're like, okay, now it's time to go. Now it's time to go. These are bona fide players. They make plays, and now they have to do it. Now they have to do it straight up. Yeah, that, and that's the thing too is, is where people are like, oh, we might be, you know, like next year might be be our run. I'm like, no, 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 no. Now our run is now starts now. I don't I don't want to hear about next year. I'm like, everybody's healthy. This is the most talented team that that uh, Zach Taylor has had the entire time he's been here. You've got Joe Burrow. I mean, I think he's going to be damn near 90 to 95%, you know, healthy by the time the season. He's already 80, 85%. And we right. got three months ago. This is the time now we got everybody locked up for the next three years. Go right. for it. Now. I don't want to say, Oh, we can get it. No. Now's the time for the Bengals to try to make that Super Bowl run for multiple years. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you, Jeff. I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, there should be nothing less than, playoff contention you have to right. playoffs if you're mm -hmm. anything less than that this year we actually have a serious problem 
You have right. to. Because Joe Joe Burrow and the rookie contract, it's only going to be for a couple more years, man. This is where right. you boost the team around them. This is where you can really, really go for it. And it starts this year. After the injury, it was tough. I thought maybe they would make a little move towards the playoff potentially, but <laughs> this has to be it. This has to yeah. be their coming out. Yeah, exactly. And, and the other cool thing is is Burrow. Th- this is the dedication of, of Burrow. And I had Ace on my show, excuse me, yesterday. Not only did Burrow rehab his knee, he strengthened his arm as well. So, I mean, not only is he coming back quicker than most people do from a reconstructive knee surgery, his arm's better. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, and I forget who was talking about it. I think it was like Paul Daner Jr. Jay Morrison, like, that's what he needed to do. He complained or he talked about how bad he was in the downfield passing game all last year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he goes out and he goes, okay, what is what is it going to be for me to take that next step forward? Well, I'm going to work on my body. Mm-hmm. I, I have to do this rehab, so I'm going to be in the weight room. I'm going to be doing all the little things I can be to be a better downfield passer this year. And from what we've been seeing, I mean, he looks like he does have a little bit more zip on the ball. Yeah, and the thing is, he's not, and he's not really. If you look at the throws, he's not really stepping and driving. I don't think he can totally do that totally with his knee yet. But it's he even talked about he it's his hips. He tightened up the muscles around his hips, so his twitch action action is a little more tighter. And like I said, once he gets his full body back to health, he's gonna be slinging it all over the place. Yeah, I'm I'm fired up. And if you're if you're listening, and if you're a gambling person, take Joe Burrow. <laughs> Comeback player of the year. Hell like, yeah. Hell yeah. Games, I I honestly don't see how it misses. Like, I don't. I well, think, I, 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 I think. Showing us bye, bye, bye. Slam it. <laughs> exactly. I think, honestly, it would come down between him and Dak Prescott. I think those are, those are the two because they're both quarterbacks. They're both coming back from season injury, ending injuries. I think those are your two running horses right there. I agree. I agree. I agree. And, you know, we'll see about the Cowboys, but. I do believe in Joe Burrow, and I believe in the weapons he has around him. It's going to be, hey, can we get a really good scheme for these guys? Can we make plays down the field? Can Zach Taylor put the boys in a position to succeed? And that's what's going to be the telltale sign, man. That is going to be what a big question is for this team. Exactly, exactly. Now, I, this is how optimistic I am, and I put this out when they had this, the schedule out. And <clears throat> some people ripped me for it, but – Dude, I, I mean, honestly, I think this we have a shot at this. I, I said eleven and six. Now, if you look at it, the beginning part of the of the, of the schedule, those are all winnable games. There's a very, very good chance right. we could be four and zero going in in the Green Bay. I agree, I mean, and that's and that's not just me being a crazy Bengal fan with my orange sunglasses on. Those are legit things that we could actually do. And say, just say you go in there and just say you lose to Green Bay, which actually the Bengals have done very well against Aaron Rodgers if he's still there in Green Bay. Green Bay. Then you got uh, Detroit. So at worst, you could be uh, five and one, six and zero. Oh, you know, going into the, to the first Raptors game. Right. I mean, that's a pretty good start. Now yeah. the problem is is the end of the season. That's where I think that's the gauntlet because you got the Chargers, Sucky Niners, Broncos, Raptors, Chiefs, and Clowns. So that's you know that's the gauntlet. So that's why they need to get off to a, a good start and get get the wins out of the way because the end of it is going to be hard. But I mean, it's. It's, they're they're winnable games. We had the talent to do it, right? I um I definitely think those first four games are going to give us a real key because I don't talent wise I don't think there's a huge difference between us the Vikings and the Bears. I don't think there's a huge no. talent. Well, so, there 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 is. There's one there's one thing. 
we got a better quarterback <laughs> in all in all those all those teams. We got the and that's the reason I'm eleven and six because ninety percent of those games we have the better quarterback. Jack, right? not to interrupt you. Go ahead. No big deal. But I I think those two games are going to be big for us. I would I know for a fact I'll be at the Minnesota game and I'm going to Chicago, but those three games and then you got the Steelers who that is have to go have to yeah. you have to and then you got right. the Jaguars Urban Meyer Thursday night football mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence yep. that'll be an unbelievable game but if they go if they go three and one four and out you're feeling great oh two yeah and two one here heaven forbid oh and four uh. you're you're pounding pounding the panic button yes pounding if, the panic yes if we're on four I, we're in trouble I mean, we're on four <laughs> Zach is in serious trouble of his job, but uh, you know. Anyway, oh, I got I got a super chat here. I got, I got to get to here, and uh, it's from uh, Rowdy. Every lap, thanks for the uh, two dollar uh, two dollar super chat here, and he says, "Market T Higgins will get three thousand yards and ten TDs, or excuse me, thirteen hundred yards and ten TDs." I get it right. <laughs> I'm down for that. I mean, I I I wouldn't complain. I, I sign me up, sign me up. I'll take it. <laughs> Dude, we, we have a chance. I mean, honestly, I think we have a chance for for to have two of these guys to each have a thousand yards and hundred catches. I mean, it, it's happened before in Bengals history. I, I don't I don't see it not happen not happening unless they are really run the ball, which I'm okay with. If they run the ball right. too, that's that's cool with me. Right. I uh, I just I mean, Joe Burrow. If Joe Burrow doesn't go down, Tyler Boyd's in a thousand yard wide receiver. Oh, so six thousand yard yeah. wide receiver last year. So I can see it happening. There's a lot of mouths to feed. And um, I, I mean, if T. Higgins, if T. Higgins gets 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns, we're not talking <laughs> about a top 10 wide receiver. We're talking about a top five receiver in the NFL for next right. year. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing, too, is, is I'm as guilty as anybody excited as hell about Chase. But T, <laughs> he ain't no joke. He I mean, he, I mean he, he could have very easily been in the running for Offensive Rookie of the Year last year. Or at least for the best wide receiver, if Burrow doesn't go down. Absolutely, absolutely. T. Higgins really surprised me. I thought he would be a little bit more of a project, but man, when he Philadelphia, like okay, here it comes. And then after that, it was just kind of full steam ahead. Man, right out, balled out. Exactly. Now Jennifer, the queen of Houdé Nation, here's got a comment. Says year one at LSU, he was learning. Year two at LSU, he won a championship. Year one. At the Bengals, he was warming up year two with the Bengals. Look out! That's Mr. Jackpot freaking Joey Burrow, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so John had a question here, and he asked about the odds for Comeback Player of the Year. And I, I did have that up on my screen. I put it up there last week, but I don't have it uh, with me right now. But the odds for, for uh, Joe Burrow winning the Comeback Player of the Year were pretty high. I think, I think Dak Prescott was... Uh, I think he was one and Burrow was two, I think. But I'm not, I think uh, that's I think it's um it's Dak one, Saquon two, and then Joe Burrow, I think. But hey, it doesn't matter what the odds are. You go, you put the money on the odds, you let it play out. It's like an investment. You're investing exactly. in Joe Burrow. You're exactly. Investing. Exactly. Then then uh then we're going to to, to club dub as uh as you... <laughs> so yeah. back. Or, or, orange arrow is ready to join you there. So am I, brother. 
Flacco, the Bengal. Talk about a gambling man. <laughs> yeah, that's the Orange Arrow. He's one of the uh, one of the super fans here in Cincinnati. So you said that you're cutting out before. You said you're going to be at the uh, first game of the year. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I actually bought uh, season tickets for the first. Oh, game. did you? What section are you in? So I'm in. Uh, I'm not in 158. I couldn't. Ah. Couldn't afford those. But uh, I'm in like. Uh, I'm not in like the. I'm in the regular club level, but towards the city, the end zone, I'm in that over there. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're, I'm, we're, I'm in the, I call it the fun zone. I don't, I don't, I just, we're, we're, it's like all the crazy, not, you're a crazy Bengal fan, but a lot of crazy Bengal fans are down in 158 and they're dressing up and all that stuff. So I tried to get in. I tried to get in, but they were like, uh, I wanted, I needed to buy multiple seats too. So I ah. just, but next year, there's always next year. There's always next year. Exactly. I mean, come I, on. Bengal season ticket holder, put it in stone. Ah! <laughs> now the question is, where where are you going to be tailgating at? Because I mean, you got you know you got Bengal Gym, you got the Bomb Squad, you got the, everybody over there at um um whatever the heck that uh, the big gravel lot is. I can't think of it right now. Where, where do you tailgate at? Do I tailgate? So the really nice thing is, so when I used when I would go down to Bengals games, I would just tailgate at my house. It's in Mount Lookout. Oh, there you go. I would just go there, wake up really early, play a little Thunderstruck, play a little Welcome to the Jungle, <laughs> a little, drink a couple great tasting less Billy Miller lights and get ready to rock and roll. And I would just Uber down there. But, I mean, with me being a season ticket holder, I'm in for anything. I know I'm going to reach out to my boy Jimmy Foster, Bengals, yep. the man, the myth, the legend. So I'm <laughs> fired up. I, I've never really experienced the Bengals tailgate to a full, and I'm really oh. – with this year, dude, I, I will put Bengals <clears throat> tailgating, it, 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 which whichever group you go to, if wherever you're doing it at, there, I'll put that up against anybody in, in the NFL. I, I've and I, I've had other like the uh, the uh, Bills Mafia even yeah. came up. They were tailgating with us a couple years ago, and they're like, "This is great," <laughs> and, I, and they're like, "You guys are actually kind of nice, though." <laughs> like, Bills Mafia, we're not as nice. I was like, "Yeah, we're nice to you," and then right. we go kick your ass in the stadium. <laughs> Exactly. The Bills Mafia, man, just a bunch of booze bags. Love booze. <laughs> booze bags and jump through tables. Right. Some crazy folks, no doubt. Exactly. All right, Orange Arrow says, I got my money on <laughs> comeback player of the Orange year. Orange Arrow. This, oh, my goodness gracious. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> I'm fired up. This got, Dude, me, got me beating heart a little bit more. I'm fired <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just. I'm just glad you're able to come on the show because we've been trying. I've been trying to get you on for a couple months now. Jeff, I was cooking people in and out of the office. I was getting cars right and left, right and left. Get, up, get on time. Speed, not speeding. Get to go in the speed lane on the way home. But make sure I was here for you, my man. I You're like, come on, people. I got to get off. I'm going to be on the air with Sports Strawberry Ice. Come on. The Iceman's waiting on me. Come on. We got to go. Counting on me. Get out of here. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I do appreciate it. That That's a good thing. But I, I like I said, I. The, the the other thing that that that, that kind of irritates me, well, I don't say irritates me, but you know, we had the civil war. We had we had Jamar Chase versus Panay Sewell. And yeah. everybody's ripping us, the national media ripping us for taking uh Jamar Chase. But none of them are ripping the squealers for taking a running back when their offensive line is god awful and worse than the Bengals was before we fixed it. Right. I don't dude, I don't get that crap. I don't understand. Like, like, oh, they got a great running back. I'm like, hello. If there's no place for him to run, he's going to get tackled. Right. I um. I honestly, Jeff, I don't see the value in taking a running back. I mean, no. 
just in the first round, I didn't like the Jaguars taking ETN. I didn't like um, – I didn't – I mean, the Steelers taking Najee Harris. I know. I started laughing. They're like, oh, this is a great take. I'm like, dude, they lost their center. They lost one of their tackles. Their offensive line wasn't that good to begin with. How is this good? Right. And uh, it's going to be great. Week three, going into Heinz Field, getting a W. And oh, yeah. And the Thursday night. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, club, club dubbing everywhere, baby. About it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jennifer here. Just another, another thing, guys. You haven't said, haven't seen Thad Moss. He looks like a whole different guy. A lot of people doubted him. I think he was shining as a Bengal. I'm with Jen on that. I, I've said that since they signed him. I mean, he he had a year off. He got his foot fixed. He said he's, he's even said this on on the uh, Bengal Booth podcast with Dan Dan Horde. That that's the that's the best he's ever felt, or this is the best he's ever felt. Right. So if he can come anywhere close to what he did at LSU with Joe Burrow, gonna be good. Up, yeah, put me on the dotted line. Put it in sharpie. Um, <laughs> Thad Moss, he's an interesting guy because I could definitely see him coming in and contribute. But I really think the 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 team likes what they have in CJ. They like what they have in Drew Sample. It'll be interesting. I would like to see him get on the field, no doubt. But there's just a little bit part of me that goes, yeah, mm, it, that there might be too many people in the end there for him to get significant, significant minutes. Well, I, I do. I really do think CJ is going to have a breakout year. I thought he was going to have it last year because when the season right. first started, him and Burrow were, were there, you know, and then right. he tore his Achilles and now he's back to 100%. So I think CJ, Thad's got to beat CJ out, but an ace said on the show the other day he, he could see Thad getting some time at eight at, at H back, and, and that could be a possibility. That could be a, definitely be a possibility. It could. I I don't hate that at all. I just it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. It's just once the roster starts getting slimmer and slimmer, things will come more in a picture, and we just got to go from there. Exactly. All right, Rowdy. Every I, I think I'm saying this right, Rowdy. Every lap. Says all three wide receivers are going to get a thousand yards. It's a 17 game season. That's less than 59 yards per game. And that's another thing everybody we kind of forget too. There is an extra game. So to to them to put up some monster numbers, like I said, you got a whole extra game. So th this could be, I mean, I was people are saying, you know, Burrow probably could get like four thousand. And people are like, actually, if he with the extra game, he could actually throw five thousand this year. I mean, there there could be some pretty gaudy numbers across the NFL this year with the extra game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, especially with the weapons that the Cincinnati Bengals have. This offense, not it, not maybe will be, it is going to be explosive this year. Take it to the bank. Throw it in the Brinks truck. That's a lock. Yeah, Orange Air says, get it now. Joey B plus 3,300 for NFL MVP. I guess that's, is that the odds or what is that? That is the know. odds. That, that is, is the odds. odds. Ah, there you go. So get on, get in on it now. You can make some, make some money. Maybe sprinkle, sprinkle a little bit. Sprinkle the money. <laughs> just, just sprinkle it out everywhere. Yeah. Just well, dude, actually, dude, I don't, I don't. I'm not a gambling guy, but I was going. I didn't do it. I was. I actually drove down to go. I drove down to the sports book down there in Lawrenceburg, and I was going to bet a hundred bucks on the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl because I don't. And this is before. Before the draft, before any of the free agent signings, and, and the odds were really good or, or you know really high. If they did, I get a lot of money. I went down there, and the stupid book didn't open up till 
like noon or something. And I'm like, crap. So I feel like sitting around. So I, I never went down there and did. I, I probably like, kicked myself for not doing it. <laughs> Heart, absolutely heartbreaking. <laughs> All right. Right, right, exactly. That, that, but you know, hey, if they win the Super Bowl, I don't care. I'll be happy either way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John. Fan and Joey B are really close. I think uh, they will be the get the best out of Thad. Which, yeah, I mean, uh, Joe Burrow and Thad Moss, I think are all, damn their best friends. Joe Burrow is going to get the best out of a lot of people, man. He really that is true. He is just he's the wonder child. He's a leader. He's exactly what you want in a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this to myself today. He's actually, because if you look at when the Patriots started their run, I mean, before Belichick and Brady, the Patriots were looked down upon like so, like the Bengals are at, at times. You know, they never won anything. They went to, what, two Super Bowls and lost them both, just like we have. Right. Once Brady and Belichick got there, it all changed. So I'm kind of hoping with the mindset that Burrow has, his – Energy alone and work ethic alone can change the philosophy. And I think it has the philosophy and the thought process of an organization. And I think you were, I think we're seeing that come to fruition the last two years with the adding of Joe Burrow. He's a winner, Jeff. He is a winner first, above all else. He will do whatever it takes in order for his team, in order for him to win. That's what we've seen in the offseason, him putting in extra work to make things happen, to make his body better. Uh, Joe Burrow, the sky's the limit with this team, with Joe Burrow at quarterback. I honestly believe that. You can say whatever you want about Mike Brown. You can say whatever about the Bo Jackson curse, whatever. But the (laughs) sky is the limit for this team with number nine under center. The man just keeps us in ballgames. And now we have the talent around him to actually do something. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun year, no doubt about it. It's gonna it's gonna be a, a real fun year. And I, I've said this if people watch my show, I say I say a lot of the same stuff, but if you compare, I'm kind of comparing this year to the go, going into the, to the 05 season. Right. Because the 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 04 team that was Carson Palmer's first year starting, mm-hmm. you know, so he got his feet wet, yada yada yada. They went eight, eight and eight. The second year, I think they went like 13 and three or something like that. I can't, I can't remember exactly. But they had a very opportunistic defense as well. But yeah. that offense was legit. It was probably the best offense in the NFL. I think there's a, a lot to compare to the 05 team to 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 the 2021 uh, season, ro- you know, rolling into it. Right. And I think that is a huge key for this defense is you have to be opportunistic when it comes to turnovers and taking the ball over. They didn't really capitalize enough on that last year. And you could definitely see how, as time went on, things more and more weighed down on them. If if that defense can turn the opposing team over, the Bengals' offense will just click. They will have less pressure on them to score. Mm-hmm. They will be able to be a little bit more loosey-goosey out there, ready to play. I, I just think the defense could definitely help the offense. The offense is definitely going to help the defense. But it's on Luana Ruma to go out there put the guys in the right positions to make plays and be opportunistic. Exactly. And, and that, that's my, that to me, that's my concern this year is I call him Armadillo and I'm not going to call him his, his real name until, until they actually, he starts winning. But I am starting to at least understand <clears throat> what he's trying to do. Cause I've, I've done a little more research the last couple of years. I don't think it looks like he, he knows what he's doing and some of the stuff, but 
from what I've read, that he's trying to do a morphing defense like the Patriots, where whatever that team does well from each given week, they're trying to take that away from them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is now he actually, I think he has the players that can do that. Like, you know, he's trying to drop Carlos Dunlap and, and Carl Lawson in, in the coverage. That's not what they do good, but your sample and Joseph Osai, those guys can probably do that. So I think he's, it's a little more, uh, the talent is more to lose, to, to lose guys. So hopefully that he can actually do what he's been trying to do the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, you can definitely look at his last two drafts. I mean, they go heavy on linebacker in 2019 or. Are you there? 20 and then they go heavy on blank. Oh, oh no. I'm losing you again. Building spots where he has is young versus am I back? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, am I back? Am I back? <laughs> Out of the basement. Um, but uh, he he built his last two drafts. So the Bengals built drafts where they got young and versatile in both the uh, second level mm-hmm. linebacker and defensive line. That's what you want to see because when you're morphing, you have to have guys that strictly do one thing. They can't just do right. one thing really well. Very versatile. You see that kind of with Joseph Asai. You love his motor. You love him coming off the edge. But he also played off-ball linebacker mm-hmm. his junior year. Right. You look, um, you look at Cam Sample. He's just a motor guy. He can work inside and outside. Another right. Really like. And then you talk about Hakeem Davis Gaither, who can do it all at the linebacker position. If he stays healthy, I think he could have a big sophomore year. And then you're talking about the leader of the defense, Logan Wilson, who I think could be one of the premier premier linebackers in the AFC if he stays healthy and keeps developing. Yeah, that that's I, I can't disagree with any of that stuff. I mean, I, I really do think Akeem Davis Gaither and, and Logan Wilson are going to have very good years this year. And like like we both said the same thing, they got to have guys that can pl- do multiple things. And it's finally to a point where they have the talent to be able to do what Lou is trying to get them to do. Also, we got in, in Hilton, we got one of the best blitzing cornerbacks in the league which we've never had that before plus we got trey waynes who's actually going to hopefully play this year that will help so i mean our secondary is completely revamped from last year and we completely revamped it last year and we did it again so there's a lot of new guys out there and and there's put this way there's no i'm just putting this way there's no excuses to not be in a playoff contention this year there's no excuses the talent is there it's on on to the coaches and and the players i completely agree with you jeff 100 percent I think they pushed a lot of chips into the defense and free agency, and it has to come out and work. It just has to. If right. it, there's going to be a lot of people that have lost their job in Cincinnati. Yeah, and I mean the big thing is like to. I'm not really. I don't, I'm not trying to not to not consider the squares. Every time we play the squares, it's it's a hard game. So no, no matter if they're they're da- they're down or we're down, it's gonna be a hard game. But the two big ones is the clowns and the ratbirds. And what they did last year that beat us was run the ball. Now with the Ratbirds, they Absolutely. got three a three headed running back. Plus they got um, Lamar Jackson. I will yep. take Lamar Jackson staying in the pocket and slinging the ball around to try to beat us than them running the ball on us any day of the week. Same thing goes with the Clowns. I'll take Baker Mayfield, keep him in that pocket, make him beat you. If they can do that, 
I think the Bengals got a shot at winning them. Yeah, I do. I do too. I remember being in Cleveland. I remember being in Cleveland for the uh, week two game on Thursday night. And it was just unbelievable. It was the Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt show. And Baker was just making a living running play, play action off of us. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, Oh my God, there's nothing this team can do to stop them. There's just nothing. Your hands literally tied behind your back. And what, the entire approach of that Bengals, what it feels like the past two off seasons has been is finding guys that go out and stop the run, stop yeah. the run, stop the run. Tyler Shelvin, I think that's what he was brought in to do, to be honest with you, is be big a big body, you. take up big, big chunks of that offensive line and make it hard to run in between the tackles. Well, that's the thing is you got you got Tyler Shelvin and, and we call him Big Daddy Bayou. You got Obenjobi, you got Mike Daniels, you got DJ Reader. You know, we got four guys right there. I mean, right. last year I was excited that we had three that we could rotate. We had four, <laughs> you know, and you also go uh, Renee Red in there in there too as well. So I mean, th- there's there's lots of guys that that are talented. That you so so if the injury bug hits us like it's hit us the last couple years, hopefully we got guys who can plug and play. We don't we're not pulling guys off the street like we were last year. So that that's the that's the more that's the thing I'm more only more excited about, but. I'm just as excited about it as the depth because when we went to five straight playoffs, we were one of the deepest teams in the league, and we're right. finally getting back to that. I think La- last couple of years we haven't been that deep, and, I, and, and injuries injuries happen whether we want them to or not. You got to have players behind them ready to go. Yeah, and I uh, I just think um, I just think that injury bug, man, it it's a killer. It killed everything last year, and it was just. It's just almost as a Bengals fan, you almost come to expect it. And that's where things have to change. You have to be have that one season where kind of everything goes your way and you start mm-hmm. looking up and you're like, okay, like we can actually do this because the last couple seasons, the injuries have just killed, killed this team over and over and over again. So it's um it's pretty tough, I uh I have to say. Yeah, I mean it's it's June, so I mean, we, we it's, all, it's all roses and everything right now. We'll see what happens when when the season actually hits. But it's it's fun to be able to talk about what the Bengals have done, you know, because it actually seems like the Bengals are trying to win. Right. Yep. And people love saying, "Oh, the Bengals, Mike Brown's just trying to make a buck. This team doesn't really care about winning. This team doesn't care about the product." No, I, I'm more confident ever as I am right now that this team is trying to win, is trying to progress, is trying to take that next step into being a winning franchise. And it's going to start to come together this year. I can really, really feel it. Iceman, I can really feel it. Me too, brother. Me too. It's going to be fun. And well, you have to make sure you, uh, you hit me up when you go down the, and tailgate and we'll have a couple beers. And then, and then afterwards we'll, we'll hit club dub together. Oh, I'm fired up for it, baby. I'll, I'll I'll bring the cigars, Jeff. I'll bring the cigars. That's good to me, brother. All right, Sam, I appreciate you coming on the show. And who day, brother? Who day? Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Anytime you need me, we'll make it. I'll make it work. All right, brother. Thanks, Thanks man. Thanks. All right, I hope you guys like that. He, Sam's a uh, a really fun follow on Twitter, especially after um, the the Bengals win. We have Club Dub. Oh, Bob. Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up? Yeah, I know. Rings are going to mop the floor. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see what happens.
All right, let's get into some Reds conversation here. Um, we've been talking, we've been talking Bengals a ton. And actually, there's a comment I wanted to get. This is one of the very first ones. And um, like I said, we're doing the super chats again. So, like I said, for everybody who doesn't know, and super chat is uh, you can donate to 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 support what I'm doing here uh, at on the channel. So you just click on it, donate whatever you want to donate, and I'll pop it up there, and we will talk about it. So, uh, Rowdy, every lap, I really do appreciate that. But I want to get to this right here. It was Rowdy every lap again. And this is actually one of the reasons I started doing this, this uh, podcast and this show. So Cincinnati has the least amount of live sports radio coverage than any American professional city with multiple franchises. So shows like this are necessary. And I agree with you. And, I mean, I've – I don't understand why 700 and 1360 and all these guys just keep going with national broadcast. But hey, that's why I started doing this, like I said, so we can get some, hopefully, some local news, some local coverage, just some local talk, you know, about our teams. And I, so, speaking of that, I want to get to the, the our take on, like I said, at the beginning of the show here, take on the Tweed Birds at 8 15 tonight. Um, Vladimir Gutierrez. We'll be taking or okay, making his second start of the season. Uh, he is one game. He's one zero with a one point eight zero ERA, five innings, three strikeout, straight uh, three strikeouts, and a zero point eight zero WHIP versus Adam Wainwright. Six games, or excuse me, ten games, three and four ERA, three point four zero innings pitched, fifty nine point two strikeouts, fifty sevens, and his WHIP is one point twenty two, one point. Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Now, the interesting thing when it comes to Wainwright versus the Reds, and this hopefully happens tonight, which this we kicked his ass when they were here beginning of the uh, season. Adam Wainwright starts tonight. He is 2-5 and five with a 7.73 ERA in his last 12 games against the Reds. The Reds batters have a 3-3-8 batting average and a 9 Five four OPS and those. It's a good, a good, good chance that way that hopefully the Reds bat can get going and we can get back into this thing. I hope so, but this season, like I said, has been so absolutely frustrating. Because I've I've said this. And if you ever watched me the last two years, I've been doing this. And I, every time we get to the baseball season, I'm all like, you got to get off to a good start. You got to get off to a good start. They got off to a great start. They're six and one. <laughs> I'm like, this is perfect. This is what I've been talking about the whole time. And I'm like, we're six and one. And Armin Garrett isn't pitching good. Joey Votto isn't hitting very good. Gino isn't hitting very good. Luis Castillo is not pitching very well. So Gray's injured and we're six and one. Just think what's going to happen when these guys all come back and they start playing like they always play. Well, it hasn't happened. <laughs> I mean, something Gray has been okay. Luis Castillo, Castillo has not been great. I thought Garrett was getting his stuff together, and then, yeah, not yesterday, the day before that, we're playing the Phillies, and we're coming back, and he's like a gas can, and it just gets away from us. And it's just like I don't, I don't get it. And I didn't get to see it, but. Apparently, Sonny Gray was not ecstatic that Armin Garrett came in directly after him on in the very game. And if you watch the show, 
you know, I am not a huge David Bell fan. But honestly, the way this team has set up, I don't know what David Bell is supposed to do. You know, I mean, Kiss, Bob Kissley went and spent a ton of money last year. He's like, we're all in. We're all in. We're going to go. We're going to go win. I'm sorry a worldwide pandemic hit, okay? It didn't work, all right? So you went for spending a ton of money. So we're all in. We're going to bring championship baseball because that's what you said when you bought this team back in 05, 04, somewhere around there. You said you're bringing championship baseball back to this city. It's only happened for like three years, and we didn't even want a playoff series. So you're all in. So this year, you don't have to spend as much money as you did last year to make this team a competitive ball club. You got to figure out what you're doing with shortstop. It's a pretty important position. It's probably the most important position on the infield. What do you do? Nothing. <laughs> we have two closers last year. We get rid of both of them. We have a starting pitcher. Trevor Bauer, I'm not mad at you for not signing Trevor Bauer. I know you weren't going to sign Trevor Bauer. Do you let him go? You let this Kafani go. You replaced him with Hudson, who's terrible and injured now. Why? I mean, if you would have fixed the bullpen, just added more arms, then Armin Garrett, Armin Garrett, Armin Garrett not being what he normally is wouldn't be as big of a deal because you'd have other guys who could jump in and help. If you had gotten at least one comparable starting pitcher, losing Trevor Bauer and losing Discafani probably wouldn't have been as big a deal because Wade Miley has pitched great. Wade Miley's pitched great. Trevor Bauer's pitched great. If you could have got one more guy, we could have three of them. They could have pitched really good, and then maybe we could absorb Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray not pitching that good. But when you don't add, and I'm not, I'm not even saying add a lot, add a little bit, just, just a little bit. We could have been a contending ball club because I'm like, everybody's picking the Cubs. Like, the Cubs didn't do anything. The Cubs did more than we did, you know? And I, I, I'll put my hand up. I thought our bullpen was fine. I really did. I thought with Garrett and Sims and the other guys got there, Michael Lorenzen, which he's actually going to be on a rehab uh, start here, or actually he's be throwing uh, here soon. I thought he might be in our our bullpen. Let's see where I got that at. Here it is. Yeah. Bob Nightingale. Nightingale, David Bell said Michael Lorenzen will be used as a reliever when he returns. Lorenzen is throwing on flat ground and obviously determines to speed up the process. So hopefully Michael Lorenzen will be coming back. But these are the things. Injuries happen. This is what this is where the Bengals for years, for years, everybody got mad. Mike Brown doesn't want to win. Mike Brown doesn't want to do this. What the hell has Bob Castellini done since he's owned the freaking team? Nothing. We went to play us three years. Three years. That's it. That's all we've done. I'm like, everybody wants to rip Mike Brown. And, and hey, hey, yeah, Mike Brown has deserved being ripped for some of the stuff that, that he hasn't done. But he's at least changing. Bob Castellini shows he, he can change. He can add people. He can do stuff last year. And then this year, he's just like, whoop, we're not going to do anything. But you know what, you Reds fans, you guys, you, you should go and go down to the ballpark. Anyway, hey, we got new stuff down there for you to eat. We got no, new stuff down there for you to drink. I don't care. I want to win baseball games. 
I want to go to the playoffs. I'll take Riverfront Stadium and we win like we used to when Mark Schott owned a, owned a team. You know, we got this cool baseball stadium and all this nice new stuff, and it's great. We're not winning. That's the point of being a fan. You want to win. You want your franchise to feel like it cares about you and you want to win. Bob, I don't feel like you give two craps about us right now. You did last year. I'm not sure what the heck happened. Remember, you're the one that said you want to bring championship baseball back to Cincinnati. Where's it at? I haven't seen it. Anyway, sorry, I got to get them all the by. It's just stuff that's just, ah, uh, it's just irritating, man. All right, let's see here. I just went off here. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Maddie says the Reds are a lost cause. The thing is, Matt, they're not because it was, there's so little things that they could have done to fix the team. I don't know. You don't have a shortstop. Go find one. There's multiple guys out there that were on a trading block. You need a bullpen. Go get bullpen arms that are actual competent bullpen guys. And it doesn't cost you a ton of money. I mean, we let Discafani go. He paid, he got signed for six million bucks. Yes, I would love to make six million dollars a year, but six million dollars a year for a competent starting pitcher is nothing in Major League Baseball. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> they're just frustrated because I'm a huge Reds fan. I want to win. I want both my teams to win. All right, Brad, bullpen would have been fine, except they had to pitch too many innings and therefore are exhausted. <sighs> they, I agree with you. They pitched a lot of innings, but I don't know if they'd be fine because who, what guy, Brad, what guy in that bullpen? Name one guy that you can come out and say he's been reliable this entire time. And you're probably going to say TJ Anton, but even though Anton, he's been getting used, he, he has been getting used a ton and he's starting to get wore out. So Anton, yes. The rest of the guys, I mean, See it on Perez. I mean, we, we brought him up, brought him back down. Might as well just cut him, release him. <laughs> I mean, he can't pitch up here. I mean, you know, you know, no. yeah, right, yeah. Never mad at the Reds, and that, and that's I'm getting tired of it. You know, for years we got mad at the Bengals, mad at the Bengals. What have the Reds done to to make you say, you know what, that gonna we're gonna be a good team again? Bob Cancellini, you said you're bringing back championship baseball. I haven't seen it yet. Dick Williams left on April. Dick Williams left because he knew he couldn't win. Honestly, you want to know my opinion, Manny? I think he was given all the money to go do this, 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 and this, and then the pandemic hit and screwed everything up, all right? And then Bob goes, you know what? Eh. We lost money, which actually no Major League Baseball team last year finished in the red. Nobody. With no fans in the stands, nobody lost any money. So don't give me this crap that you lost money, Bob. You didn't lose any money. So I think Dick Williams like, I can't do anything with this. You want me to do, you want me to win, but you want me to take, uh, you get rid of less money, you know, so we can operate cheaper, but you want to win. doesn't work like that in Major Baseball. It doesn't work like that in professional football. You got to spend money to win. All right, here. That's what. <laughs> yes, crap. Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green will fix all of it. I mean, yes. Bring them up here. They'll fix the shortstop position. They'll fix the bullpen. They'll fix all of it. <laughs> I can't wait till they come up, Crown. I really can't. But they are not. 
the thing that's going to fix it. There's multiple things that need to be fixed, and they can't be fixed. It should have been fixed in the offseason. That's the problem. And, yeah, David Bell, I'm not a huge Bell fan, but I really can't put this on him. What's the guy supposed to do? That's, you know, that's where, that's where I'm at. And Garrett, I thought he was getting better. Creep, creeper, yeah, crypt. I thought he was getting better. And then they bring him in, and it's like he completely forgot how to pitch again. And the Phillies hit, what, three home runs in one inning? At least two of them in one inning. And the game's over. You know, you, you go and you win 11 to four, and then you turn around and lose 17 to two or 17 to three. I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and Bell's bringing in position players because the bullpen is wore out because we don't have starting pitchers who can go past fifth inning, you know? So, yes, the bullpen is wore out, and the bullpen is wore out, plus it's not that talented. So, it's tired, plus they're not that good. <laughs> not a good sign. Not a good combination. Hunter Green can play shortstop. <laughs> yes. Yes, Crown. Hunter Green played shortstop in high school. I don't think he's ever played shortstop in the majors. So, I, <laughs> Crown, I love you, dude. You're, just, you're cracking me up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see here. Kevin, what you got here? When you start the season with a third baseman playing shortstop, your results are what you expect. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I was saying put Gino there. Because who else were they going to put? I mean, Farmer, I think, is the better, obviously, was the better shortstop. But I'm thinking you put Gino at shortstop, you get his bat in line, you get Moose in there. And um, I was thinking putting Senzel at second was what I was thinking because you have Shogo in, in the line. That's how I was perceiving it. I didn't know Nyquan would be such a good hitter this year and, and Jonathan Indy, India. And, but that, and that's the thing, too. It's not like, and I've heard Chad Brendel. I love Chad Brendel. But I've heard him come on and he's on the radio and stuff. And he'll say, We haven't developed anybody. Bullcrap. They have. <laughs> they haven't developed a, 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 a whole nine starting roster. Most teams don't. But I mean, you got Senzel. Yes, he's been injured. But he, when he's playing, he's a viable um, major player, major league baseball player. You got DeWink. You, you've got Jonathan India. You've got uh, Tucker Barnhart. You've got Tyler Stevenson. I mean, there's multiple guys they've, they've brought up. I mean, yeah, Gutierrez who's pitching tonight. He's coming up, you know. So they're they're. It's not like the rebuild didn't completely work. When you rebuild, not everybody can be like the Houston Astros. Whenever everybody, all right, they got lucky. The Cubs on everybody pitching. What do they went out and got starting pitching? The Reds hit on position players. Some they added some, but you got to add to it. You got to keep hitting. You know, and, and these trades, that's what killed me too. Is if you look at the rebuild, there's only two guys we really got out of trades that really did any good for us. And, and both of them are struggling, right? Is Luis Canos and Eugenio Suarez. We got those two out of our rebuild. That's it. We traded Johnny Cueto to the to the Kansas City Royals, got nothing. We got three pitchers, and none of them panned out. I I think uh uh what's uh Franklin or whatever his name. I think he might be in AAA still. We gave away Chapman, which was stupid. Yes, he had a domestic violence thing or something against him. Nobody's even talking about that now. He's closing for the Yankees. We got nothing for him. We gave them away. And that's one of the problems we did with, with the rebuild. We didn't get, you know, you, you got to be able like the Tempe race. I was watching them play the uh, Yankees day. And they traded Archer. 
who was a pitcher, to the Pittsburgh Pirates. They got three major league players out of it. Two pitchers and their DH. Three of them. That's an unbelievable trade. Now, you're not going to get that every single time, but that's how the Rays are a winning franchise. They make smart decisions. And that comes from ownership. That they don't spend any money. So, and, and the Reds, I think, are, are, with our farm system, we, we need you need to spend money. And that's the thing what I'm saying this year. Obviously, you have to spend a ton, just a little bit. And we could have had a at least a competitive team. Uh, we could have had a team just like last year. No, we lost Bauer. Bauer was a huge loss. They weren't going to sign him. They could have done something. Okay, let's see here. Uh, who's the guy playing shortstop tonight? I don't know, Crown. I haven't even looked at the starting lineup, to be honest. Um, I know they brought they brought that one kid up from shortstop for the minor leagues last and or not last night, day before. And I think that's I thought they sent him back down. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I haven't looked at the at the starting lineup yet. I've been on the air. So um okay, Tim, they would clean house when the season is over. God, I hope not. <laughs> the, the Reds radio has not been the same without Marty Berman. I actually like Tommy Thrall. And God, I honestly, Tim, I hope they don't clean house. I mean, I, I mean, not not I mean as far as trading everybody. I really don't. I mean, I want to make a trade to get a shortstop. I want to make I want to make trades to add. And when you say cleaning house, to me, means rebuild. I don't want to rebuild. I don't. I, I'm done. I'm done rebuilding. I'm I don't want to rebuild. You got Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, and Vladimir Gutierrez. You got three starting pitchers that could be in your rotation next year. I don't want to rebuild. You know, I want to. If you could do that, and if those guys can come up and be in rotation and pitch like we think they can. Go get a shortstop. Go trade. Go make trades. Go get a shortstop. Go fix your bullpen. Go find these things. That's what they need to do. Not go, oh, we're going to rebuild again for the next six years. Not bullcrap. I don't want to do that again. We did that. We rebuilt. It's over. I'm I'm done rebuilding. I want to win. And you have a good enough team to win. You do. You got to add to it. But you have a good enough team to win. Okay. Let's see here, Kevin. What do you got? Uh... How many more wins do we have if we kept Bauer? Ten? Five? Maybe? Four? I don't know. I mean, as I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm not I'm not upset that they didn't sign Trevor Bauer. I'm upset that they didn't they let two they let two starting pitchers go and they didn't replace them. See me that that's the problem. Okay. It's not that it didn't sign Trevor Bauer. I mean, like I said, the 130 million or whatever he got, they weren't gonna sign it. You can't let two starting pitchers go and replace them with one. And I'm not a very good one. So uh Crown said they should be here this year. Well, if you listen to what Charlie Goldschmidt said on my show on was it yesterday? No, ACS on uh Tuesday. Uh, they can't come up. Uh, they're, the the code protocol is you cannot bring up guys from AA straight to the majors right now. They got to go to AAA. So they need to go to AAA first crown, and then they can bring them up. But I I do agree with you that Lodolo, I think, is should be up here. And I want to get to this because he – let's see, where is that? Uh, this is it, yeah. Nick Lodolo <clears> – <throat> was named AA South Player of the Month in May. Lodolo, Lodolo 
dominated the month of May, securing two wins and posting a stellar 1.01 ERA. His 0.83 whip is the lowest in the double-A South. To me, right there, ground, he should be moved up, moved up to triple-A. Because that way, you do have a shot of bringing him up. So, according to Charlie Goldschmidt, they cannot bring him up until, uh, not from double-A anyway, uh, and start pitching this year. Yeah, I, I'm, like I said, Oh, I, Lodolo, yes, Hunter Green, I'm a little worried about. I'll, I'll just be honest. I mean, he had Tommy John. I, I want him to be nice and healthy and all that stuff. Lodolo, yes. I want Lodolo up. I mean, honestly, if you have Gutierrez, if he pitches good, uh, good again tonight, which I hope he does, so I want to get off here. Actually, it's 630. I want to get off here Um, because I want to watch him. If he can pitch good like he did last time and you can get him and hopefully maybe after the all break, you can bring up Lodolo. And then by, by August, September, you can bring up Hunter Green. That's three guys that could be in your starting rotation starting next year. So if you can get all three of those guys in the rotation next year, do not have a fire sale. Do not. I mean, because you have three young starters. Now, I know, I mean, Gray or Castellanos is, is gone. But if you trade one of those two, make it a good trade. Get you a shortstop. Get you some bullpen. I mean, hell, worse, you can put keep Gray in there and you put Gutierrez in the bullpen. You know, there's options that you can do if you had these guys ready to go next year. Bob, I want a winning team. You said it. Championship baseball. I didn't say it. You said it. Anyway, let's get the heck out of here. I enjoy talking Reds. Uh, I've been... Talking a lot of Bengals and stuff, and, and I just I had to get that off my chest. I'm just sick and tired of people always ripping the Bengals. You know, everybody rips the Bengals for this and that and yada yada yada. And Mike Brown doesn't do this, Mike Brown doing that. What's Bob Castellini done? And I'm a huge Reds fan. So that's co- not coming from hate. That's coming from love. I want to win. All right, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are. We have the Bengals groups here. There, Hootay Nation, a great Bengals Facebook group. Cincinnati Bengals, the Jungle Bengals Nation, Hootay or Bengals Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Hootay Nation. I'll get it right. Uh, Bearcat Country, Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. The Twitter handle is Jeff A Trenopole. That's T R E N N E P O H L. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Uh, the handle there, TikTok is Iceman90. I said all these are under sports with strawberry ice. Do me a favor, I will be pulling the sound off later on today. I know you can't sit there and watch me for an hour, but you can listen to me if you're at work tomorrow, whatever. Check it out. Uh, I'm on Bean Pod, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, I think Stitcher. I'm not exactly sure all of them I'm on. I'm on a lot of them. pretty much wherever you get your podcast. I'm there. Make sure you rate, like, review, download. And tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your friends about the YouTube channel. YouTube channel, like I say, we are kicking butt. I'm at 1,126 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And we are doing this new thing where we have the Super Chats. So if you guys want to donate and, and help uh, help me out on, on funding what I do, I would greatly appreciate it. And it's been a lot of fun. Jerry D, hopefully we'll be back sometime soon. He has been very, very busy at work. So I'm hoping next week he can be on the show, but we will see. 
as always, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Let's beat the hell out of the Tweety Birds. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Oh, 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 oh.